not all the time, but a lot of the time, when someone refers to themselves as a natural light photographer, this just means that they haven't taken the time to master off-camera flash. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so glad that you are here. As always, it is my goal to share something with you to help improve your wedding images and your wedding photography experience. If you haven't yet subscribed or left a review, I would just kindly ask you to do that so that you can help other couples just like yourself find me. If you are enjoying my podcast, I just want to remind you that you might also love my book. It's available on Amazon. It is Prime eligible. So this weekend, I am shooting a wedding with, uh, I'm actually second shooting a wedding with my good friend, Sonia from Aria Productions. And then Sunday morning, I am getting up bright and early. I'm saying that um, with air quotes. I don't know how early I'm going to get up, but um, somewhat early. I'm going to get up early and head to Dallas for the Dallas chapter of ILEA, the International Live Events Association, for their Star Awards ceremony. This podcast and the accompanying book I wrote has been nominated for an award in the Best Industry Contribution category. So wish us luck, guys. I hope we win. I hope we come home with a little trophy for the best industry contribution. All right, so let's dive right in headfirst to today's topic. What you need to know about a midday portrait session. First of all, I want to clear up something. I always hear people say, especially photographers. I have heard some other wedding and event professionals say that an overcast day is the best light to photograph in. And I would just like to correct that misnomer right now. An overcast day is actually not the best light to photograph in. It is the easiest light to photograph in. There is no need to mind shadows or highlights or direction of light. You can just shoot from any direction to any direction because the light is so flat and boring, I might add. So 
know that an overcast day when the sky is just filled with clouds and the sun is filtered through those clouds, there's no harsh light or very extreme shadows anywhere, that that is not the best light to photograph in. It is only the easiest light to photograph in. So if your midday session is not on an overcast day and the sun is actually out and shining, why would you consider having a midday session? Okay, maybe there are scheduling conflicts. Your work or your school schedule is presenting a problem or your photographer's availability is limited or the location hours. Some parks or zoos open later in the day, or they close earlier in the day, or they don't allow for any other shooting times other than midday. And you just don't have access to better available light. Maybe your sunrise session didn't start on time or ran late. I actually had a Sunrise bridal session start late, start very late, like more than an hour late. So we completely missed the sunrise. And then the same bridal session lasted almost until noon because we were just having so much fun. We just completely got into the moment and that bridal session lasted almost three hours and it was really close to noontime when we decided to call it a wrap. Or maybe you are just looking for especially dramatic lighting. So those might be some reasons why you are going to consider that midday portrait session. So here are a few things that you need to know about having that midday portrait session. And here are some tips to help you during that midday portrait session. Prior to your session, you should ask your photographer to see a session that they have photographed in similar lighting situations. You want to have a very clear expectation of what you'll be receiving from your photographer and what those images will look like. You don't want to have any surprises when you receive your gallery, like, oh, I had a picture of what I was going to look like, and this these images look nothing like what I was expecting. So ask your photographer for a gallery that they have photographed in very similar lighting situations. And secondly, know that the light will be very different than if you are being photographed during the blue hour which is sunrise, or at the golden hour, which is sunset. And there is a very good chance there is going to be a lot of harsh shadows either on you or around you because the sun is going to be directly or almost directly overhead. Your photographer needs to be extra experienced in harsh light situations, but used correctly The harsh light can be used to your advantage. Your photographer will have to use a very powerful light to combat the sun. A simple speed light is not going to overpower the sun. 
However, multiple speed lights can be used together. A typical speed light is about 75 watts of power. So if you use two or three of these together, they, they make brackets that you can mount two or three of these together. And if you sync them together, you can get more wattage to help fill, fill the shadows in on your face. A battery-powered studio light is ideal for these situations. These start to come in 200, 400, and 600-watt power ratings. You're going to spend a lot of time being photographed in open shade or in even lighting to avoid the harsh shadows, especially if your photographer is a natural light photographer. And a lot of times, guys... Not all the time, but a lot of the time, when someone refers to themselves as a natural light photographer, this just means that they haven't taken the time to master off-camera flash. And again, this is the general rule of thumb, but there are exceptions to that rule. My favorite way to photograph in the harsh sun is by using it to backlight my subjects. That means putting it behind my subjects' heads. It creates a really great rim light, and then I can use a reflector or multiple speed lights to help fill the front of my subjects. A rule that I always practice in any type of lighting situation is to sacrifice the king for the queen. And what this means is that the queen always gets the best light on their face. For my LGBTQ plus couples, You may have to decide who gets to be the queen, or you may have to take turns being the queen. But know that in most of the photos, only one of you is going to get the good light. And again, I practice the same theory most of the time, even in situations that don't involve harsh lighting. If you are asked to look in the direction of the sun, a secret is to close your eyes and have your photographer count down the shot. As they count down... So they might say on three, two, one, and on one, they're going to take the shot. Open your eyes on one when they take the shot to avoid being blinded by the sunlight. When out in the open sunlight, be creative with your poses. There are ways your partner can caress your face and tilt your face toward the sun without even opening your eyes. And this looks very romantic. And your partner can nestle their face right into your neck looks very cuddly. You and your partner can provide shade for each other in close-up shots. And you can use the light and shadow to juxtapose it against each other. If the sun is coming from overhead, you want the light to hit your face. Therefore, you'll need excuses to be looking up towards the light in order to avoid the harsh shadows on your face. Especially if you're looking at certain angles and the light is coming from overhead, you will get what we call raccoon lighting. And that is when you have those dark circles underneath your eyes. And you don't want that. You don't want to look like a raccoon. When underneath objects, those objects are going to cast shadows on you. And this can either be a distraction like tree leaves Or it can be an intended element in the photo to help the viewer's eyes be directed to you, the subject. 
Imagine the shadows and the highlights falling through some type of architectural structure pointing right to you. And in photography, we call those leading lines. So those can be used to your benefit. Again, open shade will look nice on your face and your skin, but it might take some off-camera flash to help you balance the exposure with the background. That's it, guys. Midday sessions are not ideal, but they're also not the death of your portrait session. It just takes a more experienced photographer to pull off these midday sessions. So in closing, just make sure you get that gallery of their work that they've photographed prior to your session so you'll know what to expect. If you want to support the show or even just buy me a coffee, hit that support the show link at the bottom of the show notes. I would really appreciate that. If you love this episode or any of my episodes in the past, share a screenshot on Instagram and tag either Complete Wedding Ed or at a girl photo. That's A-T-A girl photo. Or you can also just tell all of your engaged friends about the book and the podcast. I would really love it if you would do that. You can visit my websites, completeweddinged.com or atagirlphoto.com. Again, all the links to all the things are in my show notes. If you ever have a topic you want me to cover or you want to ask me a specific question, all you have to do is email me at tammy at atagirlphoto.com. Again, that is tammy, T-A-M-M-Y, at atagirlphoto.com, A-T-A-girlphoto.com. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so honored that you spent a few of your minutes with me. I hope that you have an absolute wonderful day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.